Hi, welcome to another episode of Supernaturally Dangerous. Thank you so much for joining in with me today. Once again, we will get into the Word, so be prepared to write down Scripture. That way you can reference to it later. Today, we will be discussing the dangers of having an unbalanced spiritual life and the downfalls that it brings on us. But also, we will get guidelines to follow to keep us from falling into this harmful pit. This happens when we are not practicing a healthy, balanced Christianity. So I want to give you a few seconds to grab your Bibles. We will be reading out of the book of Proverbs chapter 11. But before we do that, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for a new day. And I ask you that you open up our understanding and give us clarity of your word. Help us to grow in the knowledge that comes from your Holy Spirit and guide us into all truth. And we pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Episode 5. Healthy, Balanced Christianity. All of us want to be healthy, right? Especially with this COVID-19 going around. We make sure we're, we're sanitizing our hands and washing our hands and keeping our social distancing. But are we doing the same for our spiritual well-being? What do they tell us about healthy living? They say have a balanced diet and keep a good immune system. Well, the same goes for our spiritual health. If not, we can be dangerous and contagious in a negative way to people that we may come in contact with, and that includes ourselves. I was curious to see what Google would come up with when typing in a unbalanced spiritual diet. Some of the things that came up were quite interesting. The early symptoms of spiritual danger. Faith and foolishness when religion's beliefs become dangerous. Avoiding spiritual dangers in the sick, fleshly world. Have you ever gotten overly spiritual? Is your spirituality making you unbalanced? I have to say, they are pretty good ones. But when you open them up, to read them, they could get quite confusing. So I wouldn't recommend them to you. Let us look at the Bible and see what the Bible has to say on this topic. Can getting too much into the supernatural make you unbalanced and dangerous? In my opinion and experience, I say yes. Let me explain. I think too much of anything, even the spirituality, is not healthy. I'm not talking about too much Jesus. That's different. Too much Jesus is impossible because we need Jesus 24-7. But I've seen people act very supernatural but didn't have Jesus in the picture. Their spirituality is to their spirituality was to be the center of attraction, and they still would say things like. I did this, and I did that, and I'm doing this, and guess what? I know about this, and I know all about that. 
They take pride in how spiritual they are and how powerful they can be. But that's just it. No power of God or fruit behind their words. Proverbs 11.1, 1, that's our text today. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. What does a false balance mean? A off balance or a false balance is described as being an abomination to God. Because God is a just God and doesn't want any form of deceit in our life. But wants our life to be honest with ourselves and honest with God. For us to get things right in our lives, in every area of our lives. If we are manifesting the fruits of the flesh, like pride or arrogance, envy or self-centeredness, then we are off balance. So when you are professing to know Christ and have his power, but yet you're not living the life pleasing to him because of sin, that is a form of deception and deceit. We're lying to ourselves and to God. Because if we are off balance, then eventually it will bring harm to our life and to our walk with God. But when we are living a well-balanced spiritual life, then we are honest and just in everything we do. And we please God. That means we should be balanced in every area of our life. Your family life, your ministry, your work. My point in this teaching is not to condemn you or bring a guilt trip on you, but to make us aware that we can get off balance if we are not careful. Again, the Bible says that a false balance is an abomination of the Lord. Cheating on the weights will get you into trouble. Dishonesty will also get you into trouble with the Lord. But a just weight is his delight. Honesty is, honesty is expected and appreciated by the Lord. Spiritual balance and life balance are understanding of God's word and applying that word into our life, into our natural lives, for what the Bible really says. And that will keep us safe from being spiritually unbalanced. Let me repeat that. Spiritual balance and life balance are an understanding of God's word and applying that word into our natural lives for what the Bible really says. And that will keep us safe from being spiritually unbalanced. So we will go over some of the areas that you could get yourself unbalanced in. Let's talk about prayer. Can a person pray too much? I have often wondered about those that say they pray for hours and hours a day. And they will be sure to let you know how long they pray too. But yet, they don't follow the word of God or even read it. And they say, God said this and he said that for everything. 
And they treat everything in such a mystical way, like Jesus is a genie in the bottle. It's all about them and their new revelation, but yet can't follow the advice of their pastors. Or they don't have love for people, but just for those in their inner circles. And if someone is not in their league, they don't give them the time of day. In Matthew 6, our Lord, you can read it later, our Lord showed his concern that his disciples would find proper balance in their spiritual lives. On the one hand, they should have not followed the example of religious hypocrites that just play acted, who would fast and pray in order to impress other people. See, we got to avoid these practices of the pagans who pray for hours using chants and meaningless repetition in order to impress God. Both are ditches to be avoided. In between these two extremes lies the road, the path of balance. Prayer is not only an action, but it's an attitude. 1 Samuel 12, 23 says, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you, but I will teach you the good and right way. So God will teach us which way to go, but we have to have action behind our prayers and live a godly life. Now let's talk about the Word. Can someone be off balance in the Word of God? The law of God demands righteous living. The Bible says that the law condemns, but the Spirit brings life. For the ministry of condemnation had glory. The ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory. You'll find that in 2 Corinthians 3.9. When you just throw the word to someone and have not the Spirit of God backing you up by your godly living and a right spirit in you, you will only condemn people and hurt them and will only have a ministry of condemnation. 2 Corinthians 3.6 He has made us competent of, as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. I have seen this personally mess up people's lives, and they are still lost to this day. It's when people read the word and use the word without right living. It's all about the word, but they are carnal and fault find everyone and everything around them, except themselves. These are people that are off balance and spiritually dangerous because there is no balance or stability in their life. They are up and down and confused 
all the time. This is very dangerous. The people that I know that were into the just the word, but their hearts and their lifestyles didn't match up to that, to the word, didn't just leave the church. But when they left, most of them had things tragically happen to them. See, the devil will mess your mind up and torment you with confusion. Matthew 7, 6 to 8. It reads like this. And he said to them, Rightly did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites. As it is written, This people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. But in vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the precepts of men, neglecting the commandments of God. You hold to the tradition of men. See, we cannot have a form of godliness. 2 Timothy 3, 5-7 Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away, ever learning the word, but never coming to the knowledge of truth. Those who, are, those who have a form of godliness are people who over, outwardly might seem pretty spiritual, but inwardly, it's a different story. These people present themselves as godly, but it's only for show and have no power in their religion because they never change to the person God desires them to be. Paul warns us to stay away from this altogether. Like I said earlier, they claim to pray for hours, but, but can't get along with people. And don't like anyone but themselves. They talk bad about their leaders and claim to be the victims in every situation. But yet they claim to know the word and pray for hours. But it doesn't match up. Now let's talk about fasting. Do you brag about your fasting? And they let you know when they fast and how often they fast, but only to be noticed to people how spiritual they are. Isaiah 58.3 Why have we fasted and you do not see? Don't fast so you can be seen to be spiritual. It doesn't work that way. Matthew 6.16 when you fast, do not look sober as the hypocrites do. For they disguise their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. So can you be unbalanced in your fasting? The scripture says we can. When I see people off balance with fasting... I tell them, go eat a cookie.
Here are some red flags to detect if you might be spiritually off balance. Number one, do you think you know more of the word than everyone, even your teachers? Number two, do you read your Bible during the preaching because you think your Bible reading is more important at the moment than the minister preaching? Number three, do you critique all the messages you hear with criticism and tell others you don't agree with what they have to say? Unless it's false doctrine, you have no right to be your pastor police. Number four, do you pray so that you can brag about it to others how many hours you pray a day? Number five, do you pray loud so that people can hear your fancy words? Number six, do you look for faults in everyone in everything and everyone at church during prayer time? Number seven, do you think that you can outfast and outpray your pastors and all your leaders? If you answered yes to any of the above, then we have some work to do. But the good news is, we can get it right today. Let's recap. Go ahead and pray long hours. But don't make it out to be showy. But do it so that your life lines up with the truth of God's word. And in humility. In the book of Job, chapter 31, verse 6, it reads like this. Let me be weighed in a just balance and let God know my integrity. Also, be a scholar of the word, but don't be carnal in your ways and just use the word to condemn others and to judge them and never judge yourself. But rather obey it and make sure to pray and watch what you say to others. Remember, the letter kills, but the spirit brings life. 2 Corinthians 3.6 Also fast for spiritual reasons. And again, not for showy purposes to be seen of men. And make sure there is prayer and the word of truth behind your fasting. Isaiah 58 verses 6 to 11. And lastly, do everything for the glory of God. And to make him famous on the earth. And you can do this by having a healthy, balanced Christianity. 1 Corinthians 10.31 I want to encourage you to read every scripture and to study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's 2 Timothy 2.5. I want to end with this. I want to say something very important right now. 
So please listen to this. I am not perfect, and I don't claim to have it all together. I need this as much as you do. We have to get this right, and if we fail or find ourselves in a bad place, we have to know that there is hope for us. We want to get to the place of the fullness of Christ and not waste our time being spiritually dangerous and off balance. So let's get it together so that we can get the work of God done and win souls for Him. And be that example to make the gospel shine throughout the earth. Because we don't want to be a disgrace to our Heavenly Father. Let us pray. Just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, help me to have a balanced spiritual life and to be pleasing in everything I do. Help me to take time to enjoy life and do things right in your eyes. Help me to take time also to enjoy the moments in life that bring you glory and honor each day. I am sorry if I have done things only to please myself. And while doing that, I have hurt others. I want to be right with you. And I want to live in the fullness of your spirit. I also want to fast only when you call me to fast. And pray, but also to live a life pleasing to you as I pray. Thank you for your Holy Spirit and your keeping power. And thank you for giving me the strength to have a balanced life in all things. I want to please you with my life. And I ask this all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now I want to pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to pray for all the listeners right now that are out there. That you touch them supernaturally. Give them strength. Give them courage. I bind condemnation. I bind the lies of the enemy in Jesus' name. I pray that you would fill them with the Holy Ghost. If they need a touch from you, that right now you would give them that touch. Lord, and I pray for that one that is discouraged, that they will be encouraged by your Holy Spirit, that they will feel hope coming down from heaven upon them supernaturally. And Lord, that one that needs a miracle physically, 
I pray for creative miracle right now for them. Fill them with fire that comes from heaven. Those that need financial um, provision, I pray that financial provision right now. I am in agreement with them, Lord, that you will provide every need in their life. Jesus, right now, that one that needs a touch of the Holy Spirit, fill them with your Holy Spirit right now and the speaking of your heavenly language. Wherever they're at, I release the Holy Ghost upon them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. That's it for this week of Supernaturally Dangerous. Till next time, my teaching will be on When Our Emotions Go Haywire. God bless and shalom.